to this week's edition of PopeCast, an English reading of the main spiritual message from the Pope's Wednesday Weekly Audience. Pope Francis, Wednesday, November 30th, 2022. Catechesis on Discernment, the True Consolation. Dear brothers and sisters, good morning. As we continue our reflection on discernment, and in particular on the spiritual experience called consolation, which we spoke about the other Wednesday, we ask, how can we recognize true consolation? It is a very important question for good discernment, so as not to be deceived in the search for our true good. We can find some criteria in a passage from the spiritual exercises of St. Ignatius of Loyola. Quote, we ought to know well the course of the thoughts, says St. Ignatius. And if the beginning, middle, and end is all good, inclined to all good, it is a sign of the good angel. But if in the course of the thoughts which he brings, it ends in something bad, of a distracting tendency, or less good, than what the soul had previously proposed to do, or if it weakens it or disturbs the soul, taking away its peace, taking away the tranquility and quiet which it had before, it is a clear sign that it proceeds from the evil spirit, enemy of our prophet and eternal salvation. End quote. Number 333. Because it is true but there are also consolations that are not true, and therefore we need to understand well the process of consolation. How does it come, and where does it lead me? If it leads me to something wrong, what is not good, the consolation is not true. It is fake, let's say. And these are valuable indications that merit a brief comment. What does it mean that the beginning is inclined to good, as St. Ignatius says, of good consolation? For example, I have the thought of praying, and I note that it accompanies affection towards the Lord and neighbor. It invites gestures of generosity, of charity. It is a good beginning. It can instead happen that such a thought emerges to avoid a job or task that has been entrusted to me. Every time I have to wash the dishes or clean the house, I have a strong urge to pray. This happens in convents. But prayer is not an escape from one's tasks. On the contrary, it is an aid in realizing the good we are required to do here and now. This regards the beginning. Then there is the middle. St. Ignatius said that the beginning, the middle, and the end had to be good. The beginning is this. I want to pray so as not to wash the dishes. Go wash the dishes and then go pray. Then there is the middle. That is to say, what comes afterwards? What follows that thought remaining with the previous example? If I begin to pray and like the Pharisee in the parable, cross-reference Luke 18, 9 through 14, I tend to be self-satisfied and to disdain others perhaps with a resentful and sour spirit, then these are the signs that the evil spirit has used that thought as a key to enter into my heart and to transmit 
his feelings to me. If I go to pray and it comes to mind to do so, like the famous Pharisee, quote, thank you, Lord, because I pray. I am not like other people who do not seek you, who do not pray, end quote. That prayer ends badly there. That consolation of praying is to feel like a peacock in front of God, and this is the wrong way. And then there is the end, the beginning, the middle, and the end. The end is an aspect we have already encountered, namely, where does a thought take me? For example, where does the thought of prayer take me? For instance, it can happen that I work hard for a good and worthy task. But this pushes me to stop praying because I am busy with many things. I find I am increasingly aggressive and angry. I feel that everything depends on me to the point of losing confidence in God. Here, evidently, there is the action of the evil spirit. I start praying, but then in prayer I feel omnipotent, that everything must be in my hands because I am the only one who knows how to get things done. Evidently, there is no good spirit there. It's necessary to examine well the path of our sentiments of consolation at the moment in which we want to do something, at the beginning, in the middle, and at the end. The style of the enemy, when we speak about the enemy, we speak about the devil because the devil exists, he is there. His style, we know, is to present himself in a devious, masked way. He starts from what is most dear to us and then little by little reels us in. Evil enters secretly, without the person being aware of it, and with time, gentleness becomes hardness. That thought reveals itself for what it truly is. Hence, the importance of the patient but indispensable examination of the origin and the truth of our thoughts. It is an invitation to learn from experiences, from what happens to us, so as not to continue to repeat the same errors. The more we know ourselves, the more we sense where the evil spirit enters. His, quote, password, unquote, the entrance to our heart, which are the points to which we are most sensitive so as to pay attention to them in the future. Each one of us has their more sensitive spots, the weak spots in their personality, and the evil spirit enters here and leads us down the wrong path or takes us away from the true right path. I go and pray, but he leads me away from my prayer. The examples could be multiplied at will, reflecting on our days. This is why a daily examination of conscience is so important. Before ending the day, stop a moment. What happened? Not in the newspapers, not in life. What happened in my heart? Was my heart attentive? Did it grow? Did it go through everything unaware? What happened to my heart? And this examination is important. It is valuable. It is a valuable effort of rereading experience from a particular point of view. Noticing what happens is important. It is a sign that God's grace is working in us, helping us to grow in freedom and awareness. We are not alone. The Holy Spirit is with us. Let us see how things went. Genuine consolation is a sort of confirmation that we are doing what God wants of us, that we are walking on his path. That is, on the paths of life, joy, and peace. Discernment, in fact, 
is not simply about what is good or the greatest possible good, but about what is good for me here and now. This is what I'm called to grow in, setting limits to other proposals, attractive but unreal, so as not to be deceived in search for the true good. Brothers and sisters, it's necessary to understand, to go ahead in understanding what happens in my heart. And this is why an examination of conscience is necessary to see what happened today. Quote, today I got angry. I didn't do that, end quote. But why? Going beyond the why to look for the root of these mistakes. But today I was happy, but I was bored because I had to help these people. But at the end, I felt filled by that help. And there is the Holy Spirit, learning to read what happened during the day in the book of our heart. Do it. It will take just two minutes, but it will do you good, I assure you.